Introducing Christianity to Mormons, a new book by Mormonism Research Ministries' Eric Johnson and published by Harvest House Publishers is a resource that'll help you share your faith with Latter-day Saint friends and loved ones. Order your copy of Introducing Christianity to Mormons at mrm.org. Viewpoint on Mormonism, the program that examines the teachings of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints from a biblical perspective. Viewpoint on Mormonism is sponsored by Mormonism Research Ministry. Since 1979, Mormonism Research Ministry has been dedicated to equipping the body of Christ with answers regarding the Christian faith in a manner that expresses gentleness and respect. And now, your host for today's Viewpoint on Mormonism. So glad you could be with us for this edition of Viewpoint on Mormonism. I'm your host, Bill McKeever, founder and director of Mormonism Research Ministry, and with me today is Eric Johnson, my colleague at MRM. Yesterday, we introduced an article that is found in the October 2022 edition of the Liahona magazine. As I explained, the Liahona is a monthly periodical that is geared towards adult members of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. In this October edition, there was, as I said, an article by 17th President Russell M. Nelson that was titled The Everlasting Covenant. There was also a preface on page one of that same edition, and it was written by Elder Michael T. Ringwood of the 70, and as I explained, that's the third level in the Mormon hierarchy of government. He said something in the third paragraph of his preface that we want to bring out, because what he's doing is he's going to introduce this article that is found on page four in that edition of Liahona, and basically it comes from a talk that Russell M. Nelson gave to leaders in March of 2022. He wrote, learning that Israel means let God prevail opened my mind to seeing the gathering of Israel in new ways. Now I find that President Nelson has opened my heart as he explains the meaning of hesed, a Hebrew word often translated as loving kindness. Understanding how covenants enhance this loving relationship that God wants with his children has changed how I view my relationship with him. And that's exactly what Russell M. Nelson is going to do. He is going to refer to this Hebrew word, and then he's going to elaborate on it. And I think what troubles us as we read Nelson's transcript is that he's trying to say that this word hesed actually applies to the Mormon view of soteriology or the Mormon view of salvation. And We would strongly object to that because even though he's going to give a fairly good definition of the Hebrew word, the way he applies it to his Mormonism, we find to be very deceiving. But first of all, before we jump into Nelson's explanation, what is the Christian understanding of the word hesed? So we're going to go to a website called gotquestions.org, which answers a lot of questions, obviously, about Christianity and the doctrines of the Christian faith. Now, this definition is a very simple one to understand, but it doesn't really say anything that is unusual. In fact, we found a number of Christian websites that are given basically the same definition when it comes to the word hesed. It says, many biblical words such as mercy, compassion, love, grace, and faithfulness relate to the Hebrew word hesed, but none of these completely summarize the concept. Hesed is not merely an emotion or feeling, but involves action on behalf of someone who is in need. 
Hesed describes a sense of love and loyalty that inspires merciful and compassionate behavior toward another person. The article goes on to say Hesed, found some 250 times in the Old Testament, expresses an essential part of God's character. When God appeared to Moses to give the law a second time, he described himself as abounding in or filled with Hesed, which is translated love and faithfulness, unfailing love, faithful love, steadfast love, and loyal love, depending on the Bible version. The core idea of this term communicates loyalty or faithfulness within a relationship. Thus, Hesed is closely related to God's covenant with his people Israel. As it relates to the concept of love, Hesed expresses God's faithfulness to his people. Then the article goes on to say in Exodus 20 verse 6, God says that he lavishes his Hesed for a thousand generations on those who love him and obey his commands. This trustworthy, ever-enduring, loyal aspect of God's covenantal love resonates throughout the Old Testament. Now, I can just see, Eric, a Latter-day Saint looking at that paragraph where it mentions how God lavishes his hesed on those who love him and obey his commands. And they'll go, see, that's exactly what our church teaches. Well, think about this, folks. Of course he's going to lavish his hesed on those who love him and obey his commands, but you can't stop there when it comes to the definition of this Hebrew word. It uses as an example a verse taken from Daniel 9.4. It says, And I prayed to the Lord my God and made confession and said, O Lord, great and awesome God, who keeps his covenant and mercy with those who love him and with those who keep his commandments. Now, if we were to stop there, you would think, oh, that is the condition. In order for God to lavish his hesed on a person, they have to obey his commands. But listen to what Daniel goes on to say in chapter 9. We have sinned and committed iniquity. We have done wickedly and rebelled, even by departing from your precepts and your judgments. Neither have we heeded your servants, uh, the prophets who spoke in your name to our kings and our princes, to our fathers and all the people of the land. O Lord, righteousness belongs to you, but to us shame of face as it is this day, to the men of Judah, to the inhabitants of Jerusalem and all Israel, those near and those far off in all the countries to which you have driven them because of the unfaithfulness which they committed against you. Now notice what Daniel is describing here. He's describing the sinful situation of Israel, who at this time is in captivity. They've been taken from their land, and now they're going to live in a foreign land. Yes, Daniel understands this word hesed, and certainly it's shed upon those who obey his commands, but notice what Daniel is describing. He's describing his people who have not been obeying his commands. They have disobeyed God's command, and even though they are experiencing a judgment of God by being in exile, Daniel still describes him the same way. Now, this article in gotquestions.org says, In the Bible, 
Hesed often describes the mercy and compassion of God. When Moses interceded for the people, he appealed to God's Hesed, where it says in Numbers 14, 18 through 19, the Lord is slow to anger, filled with unfailing love, that would be Hesed, forgiving every kind of sin and rebellion, in keeping with your magnificent, unfailing love, again, the word Hesed, Please pardon the sins of this people just as you have forgiven them ever since they left Egypt. Now, this article goes on to say that God's covenant relationship with his people results in his loyal love and faithfulness. Now, here that word faithfulness is hesed. Even when his people are unfaithful to him— Always at the heart of Hesed lies God's generous sense of compassion, grace, and mercy. And then it goes on to say Hesed surpasses ordinary kindness and friendship. It is the inclination of the heart to show, quote, amazing grace to the one who is loved. Hesed runs deeper than social expectations, responsibilities, fluctuating emotions, or what is deserved or earned by the recipient. Hesed finds its home in committed, familial love, and it comes to life in actions. And then in the last paragraph, it closes with God's Hesed, manifested in forgiveness, makes a relationship with him possible. That forgiveness comes to us freely as a gift from God based on the sacrificial act of Christ. Now, you see, this is where I would disagree with what Nelson is going to say, because Mormonism basically shows forgiveness is a result of the faithfulness of the individual Latter-day Saint. When the faithful Latter-day Saint properly repents of his sin, which is defined as confess and forsake, not just some, but all of his sins, never to repeat them again. And then he goes on to continually keep the commandments, not some of the commandments, but he keeps all of the commandments. Then the member of the LDS church receives forgiveness. They would certainly say, yes, Jesus did have to suffer in the Garden of Gethsemane, and yes, he did die on a cross. But forgiveness is not granted to the member of the LDS Church until he's repented and kept all the commandments. Only then will he know that his sins have been forgiven. Spencer W. Kimball, the 12th president of the church, said in his book, The Miracle of Forgiveness, the only way you can have the assurance that you have the forgiveness of sins, as if you were living all of the commandments. So you see, even though Nelson is going to give us an elaborate definition of what this word is, when he tries to give the impression that Mormonism supports that definition, that's where we have to draw a line, because that really isn't true, and there are plenty of statements that show that Mormonism doesn't really operate according to this word that Nelson is going to use. Nelson says on page 5, under the subheading, A Special Love and Mercy. He says, Once we make a covenant with God, we leave neutral ground forever. God will not abandon his relationship with those who have forged such a bond with him. In fact, 
All those who have made a covenant with God have access to a special kind of love and mercy. And then the next line, Nelson says, in the Hebrew language, that covenantal love is called hesed. Now, he goes on to get it correct when he says hesed has no adequate English equivalent. Translators of the King James Version of the Bible must have struggled with how to render hesed in English, and they often chose loving kindness. This captures much, but not all, the meaning of hesed. Other translations were also rendered such as mercy and goodness. Nelson goes on to say, Hesed is a unique term describing a covenant relationship in which both parties are bound to be loyal and faithful to each other. Now, you see, that isn't our definition, because as we just read to you from the book of Daniel, chapter 9, Daniel admits that God is expressing this Hesed upon his people even when they were in rebellion and turned away from God, and even when they were facing a judgment from God. So obviously both parties were not doing what they were supposed to do, but Daniel saw this as a one-way transaction in this particular case. And I think that's something that is missed when we look at the teachings from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information regarding Mormonism Research Ministry, we encourage you to visit our website at www.mrm.org, where you can request our free newsletter, Mormonism Researched. We hope you will join us again as we look at another viewpoint on Mormonism.